Hi, I'm Liz Tapia. And I'm Brian Ziegler from the band Dark Beauty. And you're, you're listening, listening to, to the, the Freeform, Freeform Rock Podcast. Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! All right, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. As always, we have the irrepressible Lee. What's up, Lee? Yeah, I'm, I'm irrepressible today. I'm actually sitting on my couch hey, instead stop. of lying down on it. Good, and I don't hear the fan in the background like last week. <laughs> oh, it's on, but it, but 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 I guess I guess it's being quiet today. That's good. I hear the. All right, man. Uh, today yeah. we're going to be doing Yes 90125, which is a landmark album for this band. But before we get into that, let's bring on our guest today, my buddy, my brother from the Mark and Jerry BS Sessions, Mr. Jerry. I can't say your last name. <laughs> Anywhere you want it. Soup. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> I'm so excited. I've been wanting to review this album for so long with somebody. It's my favorite prog rock album of all time. And man, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Nice. Hmm. We we. If you think this is a prog rock album? Well, um, I I, I won't. I, I um, I'll, I'll I'll keep it at that. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, be, um, so uh, how are you guys doing this week? How's your week been going? It's been going not bad. Not bad. Not bad on my part either. Oh yeah. man, I I just saw a killer concert last night. The uh, uh, former members of Oingo Boingo. Oh my oh. god! I haven't been to a fucking show in a well. I've been to shows in small clubs, but it wasn't yeah. fucking shaking. They were fucking bouncing. The fucking fans were up and screaming, singing the fucking lyrics. It was fucking a mind blowing experience for me last night. That band rules. Even if Danny isn't in the band, Steve Bartek and Johnny Vatos had a lot to do with the sound of Wingo Boingo. So I was cool, and it was fucking awesome. They came to the merch table. They fucking signed That's autographs, cool. took pictures, signed your shirts if you bought shirts, and they didn't ask for cool. any fucking money, dude. All bands should fucking awesome. do this shit, dude. That's awesome, yeah. Yep. I mean, it's so cool to see these bands that you grew up with in the '80s and shit in these small clubs now. It's awesome, dude. It oh, was yeah. fucking like an earthquake in there, dude. They were bouncing. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. It was like the singer they got to replace Danny is fucking amazing. <laughs> if I could get it higher notes. I was like, damn. Was he the dude with the mohawk, the red mohawk? The red mohawk was Johnny Valtos on the drums. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I don't know. Yeah. They look uh, a lot different now than they did back then. Oh, he still has his mohawk. He's yeah. always had his mohawk. <laughs> has he? I don't know if he's known with that fussy. They had fussy. No, they weren't wearing a fussy hairband. I'm thinking of Kaja Gugu. Never mind. Kaja Gugu sucks. You know how, you know, <laughs> you know, there's, there's two bands that I freaking, you like, if you like this type of music, you like Devo also. You like Oingo Boingo, you like Devo. But for, I like Devo, but there's a lot of shit from them that's boring. There's not, I never liked, huh. 
I never liked Whip It. I mean, but it's all right. I'm just saying they have albums that were so fucking. Yeah. They have they're good, great band, Devo. But Boingo Boingo is far superior to me than fucking Devo. They always have been. It's like Boingo Boingo is fun. You know, they don't sit there and talk like a computer. <laughs> you know, sing like right. a computer. Yeah. Have you ever heard New Traditionalists by yeah. Devo? Yes, I love Devo, but I'm just saying, Boingo Boingo is a superior band. Their lyrics are tongue-in-cheek, like, ah, ah, I love little girls, they make me feel so good. When the around, they make me feel like I'm the only guy in town. And then he goes, isn't this fun? Isn't this a dream come true? Isn't this a nightmare too? You know, he's saying it's a nightmare, you know, being with a little girl. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. he's tongue in cheek. It's like he's talking about in a video yeah. fucking with midgets and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just put that up. Yeah, I liked, I liked um, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, we did a, we did a dual episode on them. Nothing to fear and, uh, good for your soul yeah and that, that episode band, was well received any band that, any i forget band how they sounded had, but i like them go ahead any band that any band that has you know ronnie has in their in his movies is pretty cool for me too so it's, <laughs> it's like i just can't believe that people don't know who they are they everybody goes oh fucking danny elfman i know danny elfman and all his accolades for uh movies movie scores and stuff like that they don't know yeah. where he came from it's like God dang, I was listening to Danny Oingo Boingo and fucking as an 11-year-old kid listen, fucking jamming only a lad. You know, it's like, shit. I was just, like, tell them, just, tell them, just tell them to watch Back to School. They'll find out who they are. Back to School, they're mentioned in Pretty in Pink. Uh, their, their, it, their, their song, Bachelor Party, was the title track of Bachelor Party. Weird Science, the song That's title right. track for Weird yeah. Science. Fucking everybody knows... Dead Man's Party because of Halloween. That's played every fucking Halloween. That whole album is fucking yeah. amazing. It's not just for Halloween, man. Fucking stay. Fucking just another day. No one lives forever. Fucking great album, man. And I was watching a video from their final farewell concert. And they're doing No One Lives Forever. And, and he's fucking dragging the bass player holding the mic with the other thing while the bass player's playing on the ground, kicking his legs, dragging him up on the stage, John Avila, who was there last night playing bass. Uh, and he looks fucking great. Uh, he's just dragging him on the stage with one mic, not missing a note and dragging a fucking per human being on the stage. It's like, damn. <laughs> fucking amazing. And they're doing it. There's a pit in the audience, too. And you could you could have a pit to Oingo Boingo because they have that you know they have that fucking music where you can do it yeah not like that one band i saw where they did a pit where they're acoustic uh fucking you know that band uh violent films <laughs> it's like yeah. they, they don't need a fucking pit their music is like gonna go wild i got blister in the sun i like that band but they're not a pit band oingo boingo's more ska punk you know oh okay all right man i just wanted to talk about the show and and, w and when we do the video, oh, yeah. I'm going to bring bring them up a little bit, too, so people can... Because this won't be sure. out for three weeks. I'm not going to put it out immediately because we, we don't have extra episodes really anymore because we, we burned them all from your vacation, my vacation, you getting sick, and me getting sick, so... <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's get into this album by, yes, 90125. Yeah. This was actually the first album that got me into Yes. I didn't know about any of the shit with Steve Howe. I saw the video for Only of a Lonely Heart and fell in love with fucking 
I, I don't know. It's just the sound was just so ear candy to me. But after I did get this album, I did go back and listen to Starship Trooper. And I go, I love that shit. But the Trevor Rabin era for me is the best era of Yes. Because that's probably when I got into him. Absolutely. And, and uh, that that is my favorite. But this, this is their 11th studio album by progressive rock band Yes. Released November 7th, 1983 by Octu Records. After disbanding in 1981 following the drama tour, bassist Chris Squire and, and drummer Alan White formed Cinema with guitarist, singer, songwriter Trevor Rabin and the original Yes keyboardist Tony Kay, who was fired in 1971. After beginning, after and began recording an album. They adopted a more commercial pop oriented musical direction as a result of their new material. Much was for derived from Rabin's demos. A former Yes singer, Trevor Horn, as a producer. During the mixing stage, former Yes singer John Anderson, who had left in 1980, accepted the invitation to return and record the lead vocals. As subsequently, Cinema became the new lineup of Yes. Also, its Act 2 catalog number 90125 was released to generally positive reception and introduced the band to a new generation of fans. Me, Jerry, right? <laughs> it reached number 5 on the US Billboard Top 200 and number 16 on the UK Albums Chart and remains their best-selling album with over 3 million copies sold in the US on the album's four singles, Own of a Lonely Heart, the most successful, and their only song to top the Billboard US Top 100 chart. Cinema earned the group a Grammy for Best Rock Instrumental Performance. Yes toured for the album in 1984-85, which included two headline shows at the inaugural Rock and in Rio Festival. The album was remastered in 2004 with two with previously unreleased tracks, which we'll talk about two of the tracks at the end of the, the thing because we'll talk about those because they're they're fully fledged songs they're not like owner of a lonely heart different mix the different mix they're actually new songs that when i heard it i go oh fuck all right well let's get into this album shall we before lee has an aneurysm uh, well actually i thought it was kind of kind of okay this time that you read the wikipedia because only people um who like listening to a whole bunch of on and on and on and on wikipedia would like this album so you you did it for for the right crowd this time yay well i wanted to teach them on, on how this band changed with actually trevor rabin had these songs fully flushed uh i have that the demos that he had that he gave to chris squire and chris squire wanted him so bad because the songs were so good yeah and, and they were supposed to be the group cinema but the record company decided that y that you have to be yes and so they actually had wanted to be a different group, but the record company pressure made them be Yes. In but, case oh, you didn't know they that. Definitely, they definitely made more money using the name Yes, I, I think. Yeah. Yes. Than they would have cinema. Yeah. I yeah. did see them on I the... I think that's, a, that's, that's a, a factor. I did see them on the Big Generator tour, and that was amazing. And then I saw them on the Union tour, which was amazing. Where they had the whole, like every member of Yes on stage in the circle. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> all right, well, let's get to this out. Get this album. We start with this the song that started it all for me, "Owner of a Lonely Heart." What'd you think about this, Jerry? Uh, a, a fucking brilliant, great song. I mean, it's been overplayed. I get it, but if you still analyze it, it's one of the most perfect songs ever written. Great guitar riff that sticks in your head. Uh, great vocals. You know, it's a kick-ass video, too. 
Uh, the only problem is Tony K is not in it because I guess he was really sick in the filming of that and couldn't make it. But uh, yeah. who doesn't have that? Who doesn't know that riff? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it just, it just starts out that way. It just you know kicks you in the ass. It's great. Great opening track. I didn't even take notes for this album because I fucking know it. <laughs> what do yeah, you? Me too. What do you think about it, Lee? The song is good. I would have the production be a little bit better, but I like the music. But even more so, I like the words. I think this is yeah. the kind of song I could have written if I focused on it. Yeah, I like. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the notes to something to another song. Oh, um, shit. um, but 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 it's the next song. But but anyway, owner of a lonely heart. I said, I do like this song enough. I think it shows the band wanted to go in a different direction, but a part of me feels they should have been able to use the name Cinema, which was... Which was? A totally different band. Okay. I won't... Uh, cinema? Yeah. Okay. I won't play this on my own for pleasure, but having to listen to it again for the review, it has more pluses than minuses. I, I agree with that, man. This is like, like he said, one of the most iconic riffs of all time. Fucking Trevor, it fucking is amazing songwriter, guitarist, lyricist. This this guy's done movie scores also, like Danny Elfman. He's done The Rock. He's done things like that. This guy is an amazing fucking guy. <laughs> I fucking love Trevor. Yeah. I love his solo shit too. If you go, people need to go yeah. listen to Trevor's solo stuff. I it, it's way better than John Anderson's solo stuff in my opinion. But uh, fuck, I just love well, this. Almost anything that Yes does, even their most crappy albums, is going to be way better yeah. than most of the John Anderson solo stuff. Except he did do, weirdly enough, a folk album which was really good. Nice, but anyway, but yeah. the, but this song is just the harmonies, the riffs, the drums, the fucking keyboards. Yeah. It's like yeah. fucking, fucking. It's just everything is just like tightly knit, perfect fucking band right here. It's like yeah. people would listen to this song and fucking try to copy it, and they can't. It's like it's uh -huh. just too fucking perfect. It's like I've never heard. Even Rush has not recorded a perfect song like this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, fucking, well. With melodies, harmonies, yeah. drums, and I fucking... Rush is my favorite band of all time. But this song is fucking perfect. I love it. <laughs> fucking rules. I and hats, about... off, hats off to uh, Trevor Horn from The Buggles for producing yeah. that album. I mean, he did a brilliant job on it. Him and Trevor Raven did an amazing job on that record. Yeah, yeah Trevor Horn is on I, drama, I so... Yeah, I have a comparison um, to Rush on one of the songs, but I'll w wait to tell you what I think. I think I know which one that is, but I'll let you come out first. <laughs> um, you can let me. You can let me know if after I say it. Oh yeah, that's it. But anyway, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. All right, so we get into the next track, which Lee picked. Hold on. So here's "Hold On" by Yes yeah. on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Oh! 
in incomplete capacity Strangers thought them all When the fear it caused How we drown in stylistic audacity Charge the common ground That was Hold On By Yes. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? Well, when I accidentally said the first review of Owner of a Lonely Heart, it was actually meant for this song. But um, the song is good. I would have the production to be a little bit better, but I like the music. But even more so, I like the words. I think this is the kind of song I could have written if I focused on it. That was meant for this song. Okay. What'd you think about it, uh, Jerry? But it's just like a great groove to a great flow to it. The chorus and everything. I mean like I said, another perfect song. I mean ten out of ten in my opinion. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just uh when you listen to this, you got lead vocals of Squire and Anderson on there. Yeah. You got the deep vocals of Chris Squire going, Justice to the left of you singing together, justice to the right. Yeah. Speak when you're spoken to. But don't pretend you're right. Yeah. This life's not for living, it's for fighting and for wars. No matter what the truth is, hold on to what is yours. 
fucking great fucking song, man. The lyrics yes, are amazing. The vocals <laughs> fucking kick ass. You know, it sucks you don't have Chris Squire anymore in a new Yes, because you can... I know. It's like Michael Anthony not singing with Van Halen. <laughs> it's like have, missed. Have you ever heard um, Chris Squire's solo album, Fish Out of Water? No, I haven't. Um, the only reason why I haven't picked that to review is because a lot of the songs are kind of long. Yeah, but it's, but it's a really, really one of the best bass players. Ever. Great album. Fucking Getty Lee's hero on bass. In fact, he played with Yes, From getting inducted hear, to the like, Hall of Fame. The guy yeah. is tall too. He's huge, like six four or something. Yeah, that. If you see the video, if you see the video to the song "Hold Out Your Hand," he's wearing like this really interesting like pink japanese kimono which which um and 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 a lot of the time he's um his mouth looks like he's smiling but it's actually like he wants to bite someone like it's he's hissing and so it's it's a kind of a disturbing video to see so i would suggest that if you listen to the song you just listen to the song first and then if you want to see the video then the video is interesting, but I, I thought it was really kind of an odd video because he was like the guy who's usually like the background guy in Yes without bringing a lot, you know, of visual. But on this, he's like really, really um, interesting to see. Nice, but I can. Yeah. Where are we on? Uh hold on yeah great fucking track yeah. again the lyrics the fucking the the way the drums come in the beginning and you hear that fucking that fucking riff he doesn't hold on is just fucking amazing yeah. also it's fucking uh -huh. it's like you go from owner of a lonely heart and hold on is totally different from that song it's like yeah. all these songs have their own soul to it i'm just gonna say that or not fucking carbon copies it's not one album that just you just go for it, blah you know it sounds the same you know they change it up and it's fucking amazing mm. um you know trevor brought some great life into this band and he did and i suggest you guys go listen to his album uh can't hold back fucking don't look back mm. fucking great album i have it on vinyl jerry didn't get his sorry jerry no, I, I got it finally oh you did nice yeah all right yeah. Fucking, is that the one with just his picture on the cover like like holding his yeah. guitar and broken glass yeah like broken yeah and it, it was produced by bob ezrin it's pretty good yeah, yeah i i had remember, it on um oh. on cd i did too i remember, remember remember mark when you talked to the guy who sold it to me he said that i didn't get it you said oh jerry didn't get it he actually sent me a copy of it after that so thank nice. you for that by the way yeah i I, <laughs> I, always, I always look out for my friends man people should know that if if you fucking need help i'm always there helping people out i don't care where you're at if we're you not aren't afraid to jump into a fire, that's for sure. Yeah, I fucking help people, man. I, I'm I, I just can't stop myself because I want to make people happy. And it's not just because I want to make yeah. people happy, it's just it's my soul, man. I wanna I, I have a yeah. light and I wanna shine. <laughs> you know, I don't want it I don't want for recognition. Yeah. It's like I'm at that's work cool. and somebody's talking to me, Mark, you're like the best fry cook here, you're the best order cook here at fucking Disneyland. You fucking ruled. When you're not here, the shit goes to goes to shit and fuck you're a great human being i said i'm just me 
I hate it when people give me oculates, man. It fucking makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like I was talking to my wife about that the other day. I was going, oh, stop it. I can't take it. Just say I'm shit. I take, when people call me a piece of shit, I, I take that better than people call me a good person. <laughs> so, huh. Let's get to the next track, which Jerry picked. It can happen. So here's it. It can happen on the Freeform Rock Podcast. to me. 
That was It Can Happen? Why'd you pick this track, Jerry? Oh, man, why not? I know. It's a great track, great <laughs> vocals. I love the ending of it when the jam's really heavy and the Trevor's doing that na-na-na-na-na vocal in the background, you know, along with them, with uh, Chris and John singing, you know, it can happen to me, it can happen to you. It just sounds so fucking great, man. Just It's just 11 out of 10, if it's possible, in my opinion. Fucking, hmm. what do you think about it, Lee? I like the music better than the words, but yeah. I do like the song. It's a pretty good song. It doesn't sound at all like old Yes, but it has a good sound for the direction of the song. But it's just like another great fucking song. It's like <laughs> fucking uh, Anderson and Squire singing co-lead vocals, blending their voices together. It's fucking amazing. I don't think they did this that much in the 70s. I think the fucking Trevor brought this out of them, you know, just sing cold. You Chris, can hear. Go ahead. Chris Squire with that bass line, that do 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 at the beginning. Yeah, oh my God. I have to tell you that back then, um, when Yes was around in the 70s, I had not even heard them. The um, time when I finally heard them was maybe when they were on MTV. That was actually when I first started really listen to them there was one song that um was on a compilation album on atlantic records that i did hear because when i went to the record store the the guy van morrison's dad george morrison who who ran the store um he played it for me but at that time that was the only song that i had ever heard and i still don't remember the name of it because I think it was only on a compilation and I can't find it elsewhere. But but yeah, they they were an album band that they weren't played they were not really played on the radio. And so I always saw their album covers, but at that time I never heard them. Oh and this uh speaking of album covers, this album covers was the first digitally made on an Apple computer. Huh. <laughs> And then I'm glad they went back to like getting the guy to paint album covers, but this was amazing. It's like it's the fucking yeah. '80s, man. Computer, it's, computer it's generation. Simple, huh. cool. Yeah, yeah it's simple, simple but cool. cool and yeah. it named the album by the cat, the the catalog number. Catalog, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking amazing. And then they went into what nine hundred one twelve live. They, they named it after that too, which a, a good EP yeah. live where Chris Squire does Amazing Grace on bass. <laughs> fucking oh, amazing dude i know i saw that tour man it's fucking amazing yeah oh i had that fucking uh the, the concert on vhs dude where they had the girl do it like they showed like old movies with her doing that square yeah. and like i i fucking wore that fucking concert tape out dude it was the it was the second concert i ever went to the first one was night ranger and then it was a pretty straight up rock concert not too flashy or anything they had a big american flag that's about the only special effect they had and then, so I'm like, all concerts are probably like this. Then my other sister, sister takes me to see Yes as my second concert. And man, the production of that show was amazing. My uh, God, the, I... the, the stage setup. Uh, I kind of don't really care for the clothes they were wearing, but it was still cool. I guess it's thin, I guess, hmm. toward the time period, maybe. I don't know. But you know, when they came out rocking the cinema, the opening song, I was just like, wow. I mean, it was, fucking blew my mind. Now, fuck, I, I wish they released that concert on a remastered Blu-ray. 
I would buy that fucking shit <laughs> in a second. And then Chris Squire, Chris Squire with that day still white fish he does. Oh my that, god, that electronical shit. It's just, fucking amazing it was just it blew my mind it was uh, so amazing was and fucking trevor doing fucking starship trooper my favorite yeah. lead ever on that song <laughs> like it i'm sorry steve but fucking trevor blows you away on your own songs man uh, steve steve knows it steve i think they're now finally getting along uh -huh. but i know they had a little they had a problem and trevor <laughs> was never he was never you never bad mouthed anybody as far as i know yeah yeah well, fuck Have it. you ever seen the um, interview with Peter Banks? There's a part of it where he was supposed to be on the reunion thing for a song, and then he, well, he explains how they, apparently Steve Howe didn't want him on there, and Tony uh, Kay had told him then. He, he, he got very angry, but, um, um, Peter Banks, and, yeah. and, 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 but, but if, if, if you see that, but um, um, one other thing I wanted to say really quickly. Did you see the um, Yes um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And 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 Rick Wakeman. Yeah. He he was he was so funny. Did he you do know? some kind of nurse joke or about his butt or, or something? I can't remember. Or, 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 or um, he he <laughs> um he he did um a bunch of them. One thing he said yeah. was, um, my dad used to tell me. Don't go to the bars, son, to meet any of these people because you will see something very, you'll see disgusting things. And he went, and I went there, and he was right. I saw disgusting things. I saw my father. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so, and, and, but yeah, he said, uh, he, he actually said in, in another interview, that Trevor Rabin told him to go for it. That he knew that that Rick Wakeman had jokes, and that he said Trevor Rabin told him go for it. Yeah, so he did. Fucking Rick Wakeman <laughs> wants fucking Trevor and John to get back together with him and go on tour again. I thought I, I thought they agreed to do that. They did. I was reading yeah. that he was waiting for them. You know, I want them to make a fucking album because I yeah, fucking I love Trevor's back. voice. I love it. Bring back. Yeah. Bring back Alan White and Bill Bruford. Make it oh, fuck yeah. Yes oh, fucking yes. Tony oh, K, yeah. too, man. Yes without, don't call it yes without Chris Squire, though. Yeah. The one thing that I forgot to say was that um, when Peter Banks was not um, able to go on the stage, I heard that Trevor Rabin was cool about it, that he he was cool with him going on. So he is a nice guy. It seems like it, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw them on the fucking reun the Union tour, uh, John Anderson wrapped an American flag around it because he just became took the test and became an American citizen. Because he's cool. he's from South yeah. Africa, so that was fucking amazing. Oh um, wow! Now, correct, oh. correct me if yeah. I'm wrong on one thing: is Chris Squire the only guy that's been on every Yes album? Um, I think I, so. Yeah, except for the new ones. <laughs> um, the the ones where he he's not alive anymore. Yeah, those he's not yeah, on. But I mean. Well, yeah, um, but but yeah. Um, otherwise, um, yes, yes, he yeah. he insisted pretty much that any album that would have the yes name on it, he would be on. Yeah, so yeah, it can happen. It's a fucking great song. I love fucking where they go. Uh, 
It can happen to you. It can happen to me. It can happen to everyone. Eventually, how they're both singing together, him and yeah. Anderson and Squire. And if I can, I love the justice to the left of you, justice to the right. Speak when you are spoken to, but don't pretend you're right. You know, fucking amazing. Oh, that was Hold On. Ah, my bad. It can happen as fucking rules I already said about Hold On. Yeah, I wondered. I fucked why, up. Why all of a sudden the words were better. Backwards? I went backwards, man. All right, I went yeah, back. I, I went back to the future. Doing, <laughs> I wondered why you were doing lyrics because that uh, fucking because yeah. that lyric because that, 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 that were better. Now, nah, but let's get to the next oh, track. Let's get to oh, my fuck. let's get to my <laughs> second favorite song off the album, "Changes," which Jerry picked. So here's now, Lee, is this a, is this a song that you thought Rush could do? Um, the one I'm thinking of. No, but oh, okay. um, I was wrong. but 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 I um do, I. Well, I, I won't tell you what I think because okay. it's it's it's, yeah. All right. Well, okay. uh, there's changes by yes on the freeform rock podcast.
Okay, that was Changes. Why did you pick this track, Jerry? And I don't even know why I asked why. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the best song off the track. and one of my, the best songs ever written, in my opinion. I mean, the, the intro with Tony Kane and the keyboard and that shredding guitar solo kind of intro that Trevor does to get to the, uh, you know, it just it changes. It, the time signature changes so much in the beginning. You know, and I don't know. It's just a fucking great song, man. I'm moving through some changes. I mean, come on. <laughs> what, what did you think about it, Lee? Um, okay. Um, what I thought was, I thought it's the most progressive song on the album so far, but yeah. I don't like it that much. Whoa. Really? I think it's too long, and the oh. song structure I don't find all that great. Oh. oh. That's <laughs> what I, I'm like thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh God, man! When when it goes, and then fucking it just fucking stops, and fucking Trevor comes in with that fucking mellow voice as it goes, 
I'm moving through mm-hmm. some changes. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. be the same. And fucking, and if you didn't care, then fucking John comes to change, changing places. Root yourself to the, ground. To the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalize <laughs> on this good, good fortune. fortune. One word can bring you around. Changes. And then he comes back. Fucking. Trevor and fucking John rule when they sing together. Yeah, and this do. is my this used to be my all-time favorite song with them, but it changed over time. Changes, man. It changed. See, it's, it. Hard me, it's hard for me to really describe these songs except brilliant. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what else to say, you know. <laughs> I know, Lee, this isn't even the longest song on the album. <laughs> the second longest nope. but, but then we get to the shortest song on the album which is the instrumental that lee picked oh. so here's cinema by yes on the freeform rock podcast Why did you pick Cinema, Lee? Well, um, now this song is really well done and cool. It's one of the best tracks on the album. My review is probably as short as the song. What'd but you... to me, it didn't seem that short. I thought it was a good song, and, and so I thought it was perfect. What did you think about it, uh, Jerry? Well, like I said, when I went and saw them, they opened up with this song. And it's just incredible. Great guitar work. Um, everything. The drum is awesome. The drum sound is awesome in it. Tony K's keyboards are, you know, incredible as always. Very underrated keyboard player. I think he was better than Wakeman. He was more exper- experimental than Wakeman was, in my opinion. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's a great song. I mean, yeah, and he didn't release. Nine out, he nine didn't, out of, I'll give it a nine out of ten. He didn't release an album about King Arthur either. <laughs> oh man, this is a great fucking instrumental, but it goes into fucking the next track. It's like a intro to the next track. Yeah. A fucking, but I love the instrumentation of this, and they did play this when I saw them too. Fucking amazing. And then we get into Leave It, which none of you guys fucking pick, but I'm not going to pick it because we got five tracks on here because Lee picked a song that I actually loved that he was going to take off. But I said, no, keep it. So I'm not going to play Leave It. So what'd you think about Leave It, uh, Jerry? Brilliant again. And they did that song live. And I don't know if they had any backing tracks to it, but they sounded just like the record doing that song. I mean, that acapella, you know, that, or not the acapella, but the, you know, the, Using the instruments with their mouth, you know the doo 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 doo. doo they all did that live. Um, I like it. I mean, is it the best song on the album? No, but it's still a great song. I'd give it an eight out of ten. Uh -huh. Cool video too. Yeah. Did you ever see all eighteen versions of it? <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. I I think there's one that I missed. I think I saw seventeen of them. Yeah, they have a uh, deluxe edition on. Uh, Apple Tunes or iTunes, they they have like an uh, deluxe edition of nine hundred one two five. It's got like thirty songs on it, and a lot of them are that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it, so it, uh, you know, I thought it was cool sounding. I mean, wow. What did you think about it, Lee? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh! I'll continue that thought. I thought Bambi's the way. Just kidding. Um. I don't mind it. I think it's more gimmicky than the other songs so far. But I like the beat. I think it's more of a filler tune in spite of how catchy it is. It's not the worst tune on the album, but not the best either. I Trevor's fucking, vocals are awesome, man. Trevor's oh, vocals are awesome. God, his vocals are amazing. And I fucking like... And he goes, one down, one to go. One Another to town, go. one more one show. Downtown, they're yep. giving away, but you never came back. No phone can take your place. You know what I mean. Oh, we <laughs> have the same intrigue as the Court of Kings. And they go, they all go together. Ah... <laughs> Leave it. It's fucking amazing. Goodbye, 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 goodbye now. <laughs> fucking the, the live track on the 902112 is fucking amazing on this. And the the, the the fucking concert, they did this where fucking the drummer comes out with that one drum and just hits it. And then when they get into the full thing, it goes behind the kit. It goes, you know, fucking amazing, man. It's a great fucking great fucking great one of my favorite songs by them again fucking song has no fucking filler on it this album has no filler on it for me but maybe you guys will think the next song does our song so what did you think of our song lee oh it's a somewhat more interesting song but only in structure i like it almost as much as leave it but some of it irritates me it's a good song, but a little bit irritating. What'd you think about it, Jerry? You know what? I ain't forgotten about this song till I listened to the album. What we were going to do, remember when me and you were in my mothballed podcast that I have? Yeah. We were going to do a Trevor Redman episode. I listened to it, 
And I forgot that what a great song, what an under overlooked song that is. It's really good. Uh, is it? I don't, you know, it, I'd probably give it the lowest rating on the album, maybe a seven. But with that being said, it's still a great song. I agree yeah. with you. That's why I said, "What do you? One of you guys are gonna." It's the only, one more thing. I'm sorry. It's the only song they did not do off the album in concert. Hmm. Every other song. They could have been better off by um, eliminating about maybe five songs from the album. Oh boy! In concert. I, I like I love this song. It is an, an underrated song off this album, but it does it's not a filler song to me. It works. No, and I love it. Not filler song. And then I we forgot about it. It's so overlooked by it's, it's overlooked by all the other songs. I mean that doesn't mean it's a bad song. I mean it's the it's overlooked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, did I already ask you about it, Lee? I think I asked you first, right? All right, and then we get to the next track that you told me to take off, but I said, fuck that. We're keeping it. I was happy you picked it, so I said, fuck that. I ain't letting you keep throw this song out. It's one of my, it's my favorite off this album now, City of Love. So let's hear City of Love by Yes on, on Freeform Rock Podcast.
of a city of love. Why did you semi pick this song, Lee? Well, it's a decent song, and I like it. It's sort of like what Mark Isham did in Group Eighty Seven. And if you don't know um, of that group, I'll give you a link to a song. But anyway, I don't think it's the greatest song on here, but it's good enough. It's one of the better of the second best songs. What do you think about it, Jerry? Uh, it's another great song. That chung, 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 Trevor Ray guitar and the, and the choruses and stuff. Awesome. Uh, you know, great drums, too. And, uh, you know, it's, it's I, you know, I'm speechless when I have to talk about these songs because they're so damn good. Hmm. Uh, I would give this one probably an 8 out of 10. I just like the fucking one where it starts boom, 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 yeah. boom. And I love the fucking chorus where they go, we'll be waiting for the night, we'll be waiting for the night to come. And da 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 yeah. <laughs> we should do. Oh, we should do an album where all the songs just go boom, boom. Yeah, really. Boom, boom. And then the the, the words are da 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 da. And then to hear you try and say something intelligent about that. I just like what it says. He goes, "Good timing has its has its good price. One trick and you're stuck with the dice. How they jive and jingle when you're the sacrifice." Fast as lightning, go, go, get it high. He's looking good. Once bitten, twice shy. No woman, don't cry. No woman, don't cry. And then they go, I'll be waiting for the night. At the end of the song, I just fucking love. You can hear Trevor high in the mix on the fucking chorus. Fucking his voice. Go ahead. keep you from your point of view. I love that line. Yeah, it's a fucking, uh, like, like a legend, the man he's sharp. The woman gladly watching as he strides out of the dark. Better be quick. Get away. <laughs> fucking great fucking song, man. And then we get to the last. You know what? You know what lyric I like the best from it? What? I don't know because I forget what the lyrics are. That's how that was. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and then we, okay. Okay. And then we get to the last track on the album, but we're we're gonna speak of two more tracks off the 2004 bonus track version. Uh, Hearts, what did you think of Hearts, Lee? Some of it I really liked a lot, and some of it I didn't like. So it's half of a good song. <laughs> what did you think about it, Jerry? Uh, the longest song on the album, if I am correct, am I correct? Yes, you are. Well, love Me, Teach Me, Know Me. Um, great, good lyrics. Uh, song it's, a, it's not my favorite on it i don't listen to it as much when it comes on but it's still a good song two yeah. hearts are better hearts than one in and out of time i mean great lyrics again does, he, does trevor write the lyrics i uh, he writes the lyrics because he on his demo but i think john this is a john song because this is his hippy dippy oh, stuff still, i mean the lyrics huh. are incredible this is probably the, the best lyrics on the record i think yeah, set your. Uh, I think Trevor starts singing, right? Set your set your heart sail on the river. Look around as you drift downstream, pouring souls into the ocean. Take a count of all you've seen. And then he goes, hearing, talking, love you, one people together, freedom for dinner. So easy the future to see the children's way. All right, all right, whatever. The, the, lyric, the lyrics are poetry, though, man. I did that. I did that because I was just starting to feel like singing. 
Yeah, man. I, I love this song. It's a great song to end the original album. But then 2004 mm. came and gave me two tracks. And I'm like, oh, my God. If this was in the CD oh, era, if this was in the CD era, we would have got these tracks. But I'll just... I think it's best that, that, that the original album did stop with hearts because i wouldn't have wanted these other two songs on it but well, anyway go on i don't think they matched the <laughs> album why they were left out but i i love them spoiler alert. and but let's let's it, see what the 2000 bonus tracks had uh track oh, number 10 leave it single remix and then we get into make it easy which was originally performed by cinema which was first issued on yes years in 1991 what do you think about this one jerry uh, I need to listen to it again. I'm not, I have not listened to it in a while, so I need to not give it. I'm sure it's awesome, but uh, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I told you to <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yeah, so, what'd you think about it, Lee? At first, I liked it because the instrumentation and guitar playing was really good on it, and then after a while, it sounded more and more like a Loverboy reject. And I didn't like it as much after that. I liked Hearts better, but both songs had problems that irritated me. Yeah, I absolutely am in love with the song because this is fucking Trevor singing. <laughs> I fucking love it. Like in his voice, this, this fucking song has a fucking hard edge to it. Fucking guitar riffs, oh, plenty. And fucking Trevor's voice is just butter to me. And then you get to like it can happen cinema version, and then it's over, which is the other track. Did you hear it, Jerry? Now that one I do know. Yes, uh, kind of weird but cool. How it starts out with a you know, but it's cool sounding. I mean, I prefer yeah. the actual. I prefer the the original it can happen version, the one they released. But I like that. What do you What do you think about? It? Oh, I'm talking about it's over. I skipped it can happen. Uh, <laughs> I was going to it's over because I'm I'm only going to the two or newer tracks, but I'm telling the the people who are listening to this what the track yes, listing I know is. That one, no, I know I know that one too, and it's great. So I won't take it anymore. Okay, what do you think about it's over, Lee? Well, that's the song where I mentioned Rush. I say yeah. it's it's like a lame attempt to sound like Rush without knowing Rush had better songs. I didn't like it, and I can understand why it wasn't on the original album. I, I, I'm like, Rush? Yeah. Uh, I, I, no, no. It, it sounded like they were trying to sound like Rush, and they couldn't. That's what I was saying. Uh, well, I, I, I can understand why these two songs didn't make the album. To it, me. It didn't flow with it. It's different than what the yeah. sound of this album was. And I'm happy they left it off, but I'm also happy that they re released them on the Yes Years and a bonus version of 90125 because I get to hear them. And these It Can Happen <laughs> Cinema version was pretty good. And It's Over. Uh, you said Rush? I was getting more of an Asia feel on this song. Well, what I was trying to say was, to me, I thought they were trying to sound like Rush, but couldn't. That's what I was saying. Like, like a garage band that's like, Let's try to sound like Rush. But their mom comes out and says, you sound more like Asia or something like that. That's what I meant. Yeah, I had more of an Asia feel in this song. And then... Uh, I'll just, yeah. That doesn't more, make it more, better. 
more Asia leaning towards Rush than yeah. I yeah, it it's more than. Asia. Yeah, to me. yeah, but that doesn't make it better. <laughs> All right. Well, I absolutely In love fact, it. In fact, it makes it maybe a tiny bit worse. And then we get to um, after that. I'm just going to list the tracks. Owner of a Lonely Heart Extended Mix, which is pretty cool. It's only it's a uh, this version begins and ends differently and is 45 seconds shorter. It's pretty cool. And then we get to leave it a cappella with no music, which is fucking cool because I love the sounding I of their voices. It's really fucking cool. If you like it can happen, check out the, the a cappella version. <laughs> fucking amazing. So huh. so this band we had John Anderson of vocals, Chris Squire, bass guitar, vocals, Trevor Rabin, guitar, keyboards, vocals, Alan White, huh. drums, percussion, backing vocals, uh Fairlight CMI, Tony K keyboards. And we didn't mm -hmm. say shit about Alan White. And he fucking ruled on this album. <laughs> I'm just saying, his drumming. We should do. You know what? Because we did this album. And I might. We should do his solo album, Ramshackled. Cool. I'll check it which out. You probably have never heard. No. Um. You might not thank me, but but I'll I'll make sure we do it. <laughs> Shit. I'm and fucked. Uh, uh, <laughs> Props to Tony K doing this album. He guy gets no credit for it, but his keyboards are freaking awesome on it. Yeah, but we talked about Tony. We player. talked about Tony K. We didn't say shit about Alan White. <laughs> he <laughs> fucking had some great. We do that review. He had and some. I'll make sure that it's a four-hour review. <laughs> he had some great <laughs> drumming on this album, man. If I remember right, uh, I think Alan White made Trevor. His kid's godfather? Is that true? I remember hearing something cool. about that. I have no idea about that. Yeah, yeah I think that's true. I think that's uh, <laughs> pretty cool. I mean, I just tell you, I mean, that's why I think when, you know, you don't hear anybody bad now than Trevor Rabin, you know, so I think he's a you know, legitimately good person to work with and just a good person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fucking am, love I, Trevor. I'm just laughing. His solo stuff is amazing. I, well, if, no, I, I, what, what I get at is I, the, union, the union tour, just how pissed off Steve Howe looked all the time. <laughs> he Steve, did not look happy. Steve Howe looks like the Crypt Keeper right now. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Howe no, always looked look pissed bad. off. He looks like the Crypt Keeper right now, though. <laughs> huh. I'm waiting for him to go, <laughs> and, I, and I know there's some really, you know, prog people out there that like the progressive, yes, like Chris Elio. I'm sure he probably likes, you know, the 70s, yes, better, but man. He was in, oh, sorry. Trevor Ray Barry Steve Howe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Um, Steve Howe was in a group called Tomorrow, and they had an album out that I had, and um, maybe sometime we might review that. Cool. But the thing the thing is, I love Steve Howe, but I'm a Trevor Raven fan more than Steve Howe. I love Steve Howe in Asia also, but I love Trevor Raven. <laughs> Solo stuff. <laughs> it's like... I don't know what I, I it's just like Trevor Rabin is just like one of my guitar heroes and I don't play guitar. <laughs> okay. All right, man. So that was yes. 90125. And then we get to our tracks of the week and Lee picked uh Novo combos animation generation, which I didn't get a chance to listen to and I didn't send it to Jerry. Oh. So I'm sorry, but, I, but, <laughs> but, um, but, but Hey, um, I liked when, when, when you all three picked your, your songs, they're all totally different, and so I thought that's a that's a good show. <laughs> yeah, well, I picked a progressive rock to go with progressive rock, and to pimp their new album. That's why. <laughs> but um, the song that was much better than this whole album. Oh my me. god! You 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 picked 
you, uh, you, I, I was amazed at how, how good you picked a song for once. Well, then Jerry picked uh, "Hitch a Ride" by Boston, uh, which is which great, worked too which in a, a totally different way. It's a great fucking track. Yeah. And then I picked the new. So dream. it was like, like, like chocolate and turkey <laughs> and um and um mint. They don't work at all together. But they all work together. You know what I mean? No. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't, man. But I, I, I picked the new Dream Theater, Answering the Call, which I think is amazing. They come back from that fucking, fucking album two albums ago that fucking tr was trash. Yeah. Fucking uh, like like Ian Wadley likes to call him, which his uh, handiwork was all over that album with John Petrucci, was uh, Jordan ruined this. <laughs> you know, he, that fucking album is yeah. fucking horrible. I can't hey, Mark, even listen gotta, to it, huh? I got a notice. I got a notice yesterday evening that they oversold the album. And I can't get it. So, oh, you can't get the uh, Dream Theater. Yep, that's Fuck. the third time that I've tried to pre-order a record and they've oversold. Well, you, you could go get it on uh, Amazon. The original, you just don't get the white copy. And yeah, the I wanted the cool it. white copy. Though. I'm sorry. Oh, mine's coming. Shit I showed happens. You. <laughs> shit happens. Fucking fucking uh, revolver magazine. Fucking overselling shit. Fuckers. I got mer I got I got a merch bar. I think I got it. They always fucking oversell. Man. Oh, you should have went to revolver. I gave you the link to revolver. Yeah, I know, but I went somewhere else like an idiot. Yeah, fucking idiot. Revolvers never screwed me. Merch bars. Is this, that, this is a third is time merch a... bars squirt, screwed you. <laughs> so you should stop going to merch is, bar. Is the it album pops up on my Facebook? That's why I always look at it. Uh, is it the album that has like what looks like two clips and a bicycle in the middle? Yeah, it's a new album. Just came out yesterday. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's our show for today. We'd like to thank uh, my brother from uh, the Mark and Jerry BS sessions uh, on YouTube only, exclusive. Plus, we have a Facebook group. You guys can check it out. We put in funny. Well, I put in mostly funny memes. Uh, Jerry's on there once in a while. Uh, get his. He uh, likes to put up his funny memes on his personal page. Fucker, <laughs> you should do I it. I just don't think about it. It's like a nerd knee jerk reaction when I do that. It's like me. I'll put up the. I'll put up the fucking funny meme on our page, and I go to our page and share it to my personal page. So I pimp our page and me at the same time. See, <laughs> yeah. and I take your some of your memes and put it in our page and then share it again. <laughs> so. I always think I'll, I'm always want to promote, 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 promote. That's always in my head. I wish I could get you two to think about that also, but fuck it. I guess oh. I, I'm stuck with the promotion here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're stuck with people who have better things to do. That's true. <laughs> I, I just work and work eight hours a day and, and drive to work for an hour a day and drive home an hour a day. So I, I don't really have that yeah. much to do. You still got 13 hours. You got plenty of Ah, fuckers. <laughs> All right, and then we get no, to... No, I'm not saying you don't have a lot to do. I'm just saying you don't have some that's better to do. You try dealing with people that yell at you all day for something that's beyond that's your control. That's what I'm saying. You, you, should stop. You, should, you should do what I do when I'm in that situation, which I never am. So <laughs> um, you should do what I have never done, but go... And do you want that with onions or not? <laughs> I don't even take the order. I just cook the order, buddy. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I, when they put me at the window to help out sometimes, it fucking gives me anxiety because they just shove the f phone in your fucking face. Fucking hate that oh. shit. Uh, right, man. I love my job. All right, let's get to uh, Lee's uh, track of the week, which is Mental Shoelaces. Pretty good damn track, Lee. <laughs> And I fucking cool. comment on your shit all the time, and you won't comment on right our on. shit. But okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Fucking Curtis is sitting there, try. fucking trying to talk to you in comments. You don't say shit to him. Fucking Curtis, I feel sorry for him. He loves you, Lee. Uh, <laughs> he's cool. All right, so that's our thank you, Jerry Soup, and uh, also check out the Lee Gershman podcast whenever he yeah. gets the mind to do it. Uh, yeah, get on there whenever and whenever I do whenever he wants to he does he might do three in a row and then might go a year without one episode so you never know unpredictable people I know and I love that about him he's so. the only the only structure Lee gets is when I force him to do this every every Saturday <laughs> and, 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 and I kind of thank you for that because it it kind of makes me seem more like a responsible guy <laughs> All right, thank you, Jerry, for coming on. And um, Lee, you know what to do, man. Say goodbye. Goodbye, people. Take care, guys. Thank you. There's night in New York City Smoke like water runs inside
I've been through 
Fuck a trippin' on my Just listen to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.